Ooh, girl, turn that up. What song is this? Girl, this my song. You don't know this? I don't think so. Let me turn it up. Okay. I like this. Girl, right? Girl, this is my jam. Hey, everybody. Welcome to My Sister's Jam. This is episode seven. I'm your host, Camille. And of course, I'm here with my sister, Missy. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. How you doing, I, sister? Hello. Hello. I am doing yeah. wonderful. How are you? I am doing good, sister. I got my drink. Do you got your drink? Yes, that I'm in the process of drinking. <laughs> I, I called I a mid sip, y'all. <laughs> mid sip, mid sip. Let me finish. What you drinking? I, I am drinking a honey vanilla chamomile tea. Mm, tea yes. today. That's the first. Yes, but I definitely put some shots of whiskey in it, as one should. <laughs> so now it is now it is even more delicious. <laughs> I love that. I am drinking something really good today, y'all. I'm drinking a wine by the McBride Sisters. I don't know if anybody has tried this, but the McBride Sisters are um, the largest Black-owned winery in the United States. It's two sisters just like us, and they have a winery. And so I've got like a canned wine that I got from the grocery store. It's called She Can, and I'm having the fresh white today. And it's really, really crisp and tasty. And then I got another one in the fridge, a rosé. I think it was called like Island Citrus or something, a a rosé spritzer. I said, ooh, I'm looking forward to that too. So this is delicious. Shout out to the McBride sisters. Come on, girls. Okay. I love it. Love it. Well, tomorrow is August 25th, and that will be the 22nd anniversary of the passing of the beloved singer, dancer, and actress, Aaliyah. So that's what we're talking about today, y'all. She was just 22 years old when she passed, so this year is going to mark the point where she's been gone for as long as she was here with us. So today we'll be sharing, of course, all of our favorite Aaliyah jams and trying not to cry while we do it. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Girl. Yes. But, she, by that, she mean me because I'm the crier. Yeah. Mainly, the two of us. Mainly, mainly Missy. I, I'll cry sometimes, but I think I can hold it together today. But we got to make sure that Missy holds herself together. Okay. <laughs> but before we get into our tribute to Miss Aaliyah, first. First, we're going to do a few shout outs. We did not get much activity this past week. So we need y'all to kick right on back in. But what I am going to mention is uh, the Spotify poll that we had up for last week's episode about classic rock. We asked, how do you feel about the Take On Me music video by AHA? And 60% of you said it was iconic. And 40% of you said, I've never seen it. Mm. Mm -mm. Y'all got to get on that. (laughs) Right. Like, let's change that, y'all. And one five-star review shout-out we want to do is a listener, Jolie Vega. She listened on Apple Podcasts and left us a five-star review. And she said, love this show. Not only are they giving all the tea, everything we really wanted to know, 
on these musical groups and talents, but they have created a podcast that is fun, clean, informative, and so refreshing to listen to. Definitely love the vibe from these talented sisters. Reminds me of the fun and laughs I have when me and my five sisters get together. I'll definitely be tuning in every week. Hey, girl. Thank yes. you. Thank you so much. That's exactly how we want y'all to feel. We want you to feel like it's vibes, like it's informative, like you with your own sisters. If you don't have sisters, we'll be your sisters. We'll be honorary sisters. <laughs> right. We love it. Thank you so much for that review. Now, of course, y'all, as always, I just want to remind you, check out the show notes. The songs we'll be discussing in this episode are there. So take a look. And of course, we'll put the music on our Instagram and Facebook as well on Thursday when the episode comes out. So that's where the songs will be. Ready? So since today is our special tribute episode to one of our faves, we're going to forego our This Day in Music History segment that I usually do. And instead, baby sister Camille is going to give you some rapid fire facts about Miss Aaliyah herself. So let's get it, sister. All right. <laughs> Aaliyah Dana Houghton was born January 16th, 1979 in Brooklyn, New York, and passed August 25th, 2001 in Marsh Harbor in the Bahamas. Gladys Knight is her aunt by marriage. At just 11 years old, Aaliyah performed with Gladys during a five-night stint in Vegas. At 19 years old, she became the youngest artist to ever perform at the Oscars when she sang Journey to the Past from the soundtrack to Anastasia. She almost played Alex Monday in Charlie's Angels and was originally cast as Honey Daniels in the dance film Honey. And those are our rapid fire facts. Y'all, I actually used to work with this guy. He was kind of young, so I'm going to try to give him a little pass, but I'm not really giving him a pass. We were at work talking about Aaliyah, and he had the nerve to say, who is Aaliyah? I was stressed beyond belief. And I know, I know it took everything in you not to just slap him dead in his teeth. I, I was like, well, we about to fight, and we about to get fired, because I, um, <laughs> the, listen. Don't so, you ever. <laughs> Don't you just, ever. <laughs> Just in case anyone listening today was not sure about who Aaliyah is, there's some little fast facts. Do do your own research as you see fit if you need to know a little bit more about her. But I'm pretty sure y'all know who Aaliyah is. Mm-hmm. Now, the five of the 10 jams we're going to share with y'all today are from Aaliyah's third and final studio album, which was self-titled and released on July 7th, 2001. So we figured we'd start by giving y'all some kind of high-level deets about the critically acclaimed, incredibly phenomenal album so that you're already a little educated when we cover those jams. So sister, why don't you start us off? Okay, sister. Now, like my sister mentioned, the album is self-titled but is known as the Red Album because of the solid red packaging that features a simple, stunning photo of Aaliyah front and center and her name near the bottom in plain text. Yep. Now, it was released by Black Ground and Virgin Records 
and received highly positive critical reviews and debuted at number two on the Billboard 200, selling 187,000 copies the week ending August 4th. Now, while this was the highest selling week in Aaliyah's career, the sales for the album slowed after that accomplishment, leading her to plan to embark on the largest concert tour of her career in support of the album. Now, as we all know, our beautiful songbird did not get a chance to pursue this tour as she and several video crew members from her video shoot for Rock the Boat died in a plane crash on August 25th after completion of shooting for the gorgeous video. After her death, album sales for the Red Album increased dramatically, with 305,000 copies selling the week after her passing and moving the album from number 19 to number one on the Billboard 200, eventually selling over 13 million copies worldwide. It was her only album mm. to ever top any of the Billboard music charts, and she became the second recording artist in history to climb to the top of the charts posthumously after John Lennon in 1980. Aaliyah was named the best album of 2001 by Slam Magazine and one of the 10 best records of the year by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution and by Time Magazine. The demise of Black Ground Records, its mismanagement of Aaliyah's music catalog, and internal legal conflicts between the label, Aaliyah's estate, and album creators led to her music not being available on streaming platforms until just very recently in 2021. Yeah, that was wild. But boy, are we glad it's available now. <laughs> right. And we were looking at it. We, we were looking for it those few decades. <laughs> yeah, right. Was you definitely know. looking for it. But here we are. We've arrived. It's here. And we have made these playlists. And y'all have to get into it. Well, the time has come for us to get into our jam, sister. Are you ready for your first jam? I am ready for my first jam. So the first track that I'm going to talk about was featured on the Red Album. And it is my absolute jam. And it is called Loose Rap featuring Static Major from the R&B group Playa. Now, I don't know if y'all remember Playa. I do. They had a few little hits and, you know, they were hot for a second. I'm afraid I do not remember. (laughs) Okay. Okay. It's all right. Um. Loose Rap was recorded partly in Sony Studios in New York and partly in Sing Sing Studios in Melbourne, Australia, where Aaliyah was on location shooting her movie Queen of the Damp. According to an article in Slant Magazine, Loose Rap is known for its use of unconventional song structures and fragmented beats, and it features underwater noises which I did not hear until I read this article, sister. And then mm-hmm. I went back and listened. I was like, oh, oh yeah, I do. <laughs> I do hear it now. And it's like these music critics really be having an ear and talent yeah. truly hearing music because... Because I just hear music. Just, <laughs> right, I, right, I hear music and it sound fire. And then right? like underwater noise. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. oh, yeah, that is water. <laughs> okay. And uh, it had it featured the underwater noises and the low key electronica in the style of the Neptunes. Mm-hmm. Now, when I tell you I love this song immediately, like my sister knows how I, I feel about loose rap. Yes, <laughs> I do. I freaking love loose rap, and I feel like we see somewhat of an edgier, more snarky side of Aaliyah in yeah. the lyric, mm-hmm. which I love. 
Like, I love it. I saw that come out in this song, and she's basically calling out these men, trying to holler at her with these weak, played-out pickup lines. <laughs> but, oh, does she do it with her beautiful, soft vocals that we know her for. Mm-hmm, yep. And she sings, you know, she sings so sweetly. I know you can come better than that. Can come better than that. I'm sick and tired of your loose rap. You can, yes. save, you can save that. I'm yeah. like, okay, girl, they can save that loose rap. Uh-uh. Save it. Mm-hmm. And as beautiful as she was, she heard all the things. And so I'm sure mm-hmm. she was like, right. Come with some good game when you come to me. Now, one of my favorite parts of the song is Static singing the bridge in this song. Like, I love his part in the song. It is Chef's Kiss, like icing on the cake. Yes. For this song. I love that part. Definitely. The and song that, is lovely. Yes. It is so fire. And it wasn't a single, but I'm just so glad I happened upon it somehow. I right. can't remember how. Yep, because you played that album all the way through. That's the thing, y'all. That's just so important. I feel like you can't just skip to the singles when you get a CD or an album or whatever, you have to play it all the way through because there are always some hidden gems on these albums. Always. Always. I got to get better at that. I got to. Yeah. Girl, well, I do it every time. And that is my firm. You do it. You have. You've always done that. Mm -hmm. Like, every time. Yep. Every time. And that is my first Aaliyah jam. Yes. Well, my first Aaliyah jam is also from that red album, the self-titled Aaliyah. Um, And it is also not one of the singles from that album. This jam is called It's Whatever. Uh, So again, it's on that. um, That album released July 7th, 2001. Um, It's Whatever is arguably my favorite Aaliyah song ever. I do mm-hmm. think that it might be. Mm. Yeah. Now it describes a relationship in the most sweet and delicate way I think I've ever heard. Like one lyric goes mm. like, like a candy to an apple. We go together. You're so sweet on me. And I'm like, why is that so cute? Uh, it's so precious. Oh my gosh. Like, that is so her. It, it really is. <laughs> and the song, it, it reminds me of like those cute high school sweetheart relationships where like they just adore each other and the feelings are just so pure and like nobody's tainted by like their past heartbreaks and, and mess that they've been through yet. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's yes, just nice. I, I know all too well about that new love and you're not damaging your heart heart isn't hardened at all at all like you just feel you just feel all the things exactly i know now another one of my favorite lyrics from this jam is a little bit longer but i got to give y'all the whole part because it's just it's just so sweet it says just like a breeze in the middle of a summer's eve when you come through you comfort me if i'm a drink you're my lemon squeeze Oh, you've got flavor, boy. You go good with me. I just, like, come on, how cute come is this? Come on, come on. And I'm like, it just makes you feel in love, even if you ain't. Like, <laughs> even if right. you're not, like, you're going to feel so, so, I don't know. The word is just sweet. The song is sweet. So it's, it definitely gives me those young love vibes. And the music in the song is, like, just as gentle and mellow as the lyrics are. It's kind of like, 
twinkly. <laughs> and I think I used mm. that word twinkly before in a different episode <laughs> where I was talking about Amory's song Float. But it definitely describes both songs. It's, it's twinkly. I don't know. It sounds light and airy. And it just makes for just a really like beautiful, blissful listen. Like, I just love it. I love it. I know exactly what you're talking about, the vibe that you're describing. Like, and yes. she did, and her voice alone is like that, right? It's right, like, exactly. She's got the perfect voice that's, again, light and just feminine and, just, and lovely. And it's just, it's perfect. It's a perfect song. So that is mm-hmm. my first jam from Miss Aaliyah. I love the fact that it's like, probably your favorite Aaliyah jam ever. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, I really think I it is. And I mean, of course, if y'all, we had a hard time picking our jams like we always do for this episode Man. because there were so many. Like we we didn't, I don't think we really had to fight over jams. We had some different ones in the running. For for each of us, mm-hmm. but it was hard. We was fighting with ourselves. Like, man, I got like eight that I want to do, and we want to narrow it down to five apiece. Like, it was a little bro, tough. We we probably should have said this at the beginning of the episode. Like, bro, it was so hard. We're like, wait a minute, we got to talk about this one. But no, I got to talk about this one because right. now you can't like, leave off this. this. One of us got to do this one. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Then we started trading. So, I was like, well, okay, if you do this one. <laughs> The struggle was real, but like sis had some jams and uh, right. hey, so here we are. You ready for your second jam, and I think, sister? Oh, what? Yeah, I think the semi, I think the semi problem came, it, it, and it's not a problem. But we love so many of her songs that weren't singles, right? So, right. So then that makes it an issue. Yeah. But okay, my second jam. So my second pick uh, is also from the Red album. And it is called More Than a Woman. I feel very intensely about this (laughs) song. I feel very much. Okay. Mm -hmm. Written by Static Major, again, and Timbaland. The song was not commercially released in the U.S. It was released as an airplay only final single from the Red Album in April 2002. Now, because of this, it led to enjoying only moderate success by peaking at number 25 on the Billboard Hot 100. It did, however, peak at number one on the UK singles charts, becoming her only song to do so in the UK. And she was nominated for a Grammy in 2003 for Best Female R&B Vocal Performance for More Than a Woman. Of course she was. Of course. American music critic Stephen Thomas Erlewine, I'm probably mispronouncing that, noted that the Red Album is a statement of maturity and stunning artistic leap forward for Aaliyah. Now, I got to stop right here. Mm-hmm. He is so right. It is ridiculous <laughs> because he he is just so right. And I feel like this really came out in More Than a Woman because you can't help but hear how much deeper her vocals are. Yeah. Because she mm-hmm. usually, you know, it's not it's not a whole lot deeper, but they are deeper than what she normally sings. And the track just oozes with confidence. Yes. It oozes with confidence. And I love her voice. Like, I remember noticing this even all those years ago when the song was first released before I even fully matured as a woman, you know? Right. Like, it was just so apparent. But when I listen to it now, now that I am a matured woman, <laughs> that's what we'll call it. Okay. <laughs> matured. <laughs> matured. 
<laughs> it's just that much more powerful and packs that much more of a punch because like I've been through more when it comes to like relationships and life. And so I just feel her coming into herself so intensely in this track and it's stunning. It is such a stunning song. She opted for those deeper, more subdued vocals on this one. Mm-hmm. And that's literally why I love it so much. That's literally what I love about it. We get to hear a different version of Aaliyah in this one. And I am here for it. Yes. And this more than a woman track. Agreed. Yes, it is perfection. Yes. And that is my second track. Love it. On to my second one. Yes. My next one is I Don't Wanna. Now, I Don't Wanna mm. was featured in two movies in 2000 it was released as the so interesting i know like i I didn't know that i did not know that i knew that it was on one of these soundtracks i'm going to talk about but i just learned Mm -hmm. about the second so it was released as the fourth single from the soundtrack of the comedy movie next friday um, by black ground records Mm -hmm. and priority records and the song was later released as a double a side single with come back in one piece as the second single from romeo must die soundtrack um, by Virgin Records. Uh, yes. Now, okay. of course, we know she was in Romeo Must Die, but I didn't realize that that particular song um, was a part right. of that soundtrack. So pretty cool. Um, now, the uh, next Friday soundtrack reached number 19 on the Billboard 200 and number five on the top R&B and hip hop albums chart in the United States. And it was actually certified gold um, by the Recording Industry Association of America (laughs) on July 11th of 2000 for selling 500,000 units. Now, Aaliyah actually, yeah, she actually appears on um, four songs from the Romeo Must Die soundtrack, including her hit Try Again and another jam that almost made my list for today's episode, um, Back in One Piece, that I mentioned earlier, featuring DMX. Rest in peace, DMX. We love you. Um, Lord. now in the United States, the soundtrack debuted at number three on the Billboard 200. This is the, uh, Romeo Must Die soundtrack debuted at number three mm. on the Billboard 200 and it topped the, uh, the top R&B and hip hop albums chart selling 203,000 in its first week. Now it was certified platinum by the RIAA on May 2nd of 2000 for selling a million copies. So that one did really good. That's the soundtrack? Yeah, Romeo Must Die soundtrack. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Yep, yep. Now, I like this jam. I don't want to because it is so relatable. So it kind of mm-hmm. starts off with her like explaining that at the beginning of the relationship she's in, she and her partner, you know, promise to stay together and always be there for each other no matter what. Um, but now they're fighting a lot and she's struggling with the idea of moving on and away from this person. And it's like, like I've said in so many episodes, we've all been there. Like music always, there's always some relatable part, right? You're going to find a song that's saying something about something you've been through. And that's how I feel about I Don't Wanna. Like we've been there. We've been there. It's a simple song, but I think it will resonate with anyone who's been in a relationship that begins to fall apart. And if you haven't been there, congratulations. Yeah, I'm like, if you haven't been in a relationship that fell apart, Congrats, and I'm very happy for you. <laughs> but most of us, <laughs> most hey. of us have been in this situation hey. where it fell apart. And that's what I don't want to is talking about. Um, like I said, I mean, it's chill. It's simple. It's it's a vibe. But I really like it. I really like it. And um, I just thought it was I a love, fun fact that wanna... it is in two movies. Pretty cool. 
I love I Don't Wanna. Yes. I feel like that got played a lot back home in Chicago, like on Chicago radio. I think it did. I think it did. Because otherwise we wouldn't have known about it. I mean, you know, if we had the album, we would have. Right, but like, I don't think I bought either of those soundtracks. (laughs) And I never saw Romeo Must Die, sadly. I'm like, I don't think I ever saw Romeo Must Die. I saw Next Friday. But I don't think I saw right. Romeo Must Die. Hmm. So yeah, oh, okay. we might have we might have missed that jam. But yeah. Right. It, it got some... well, we found out about it. And that's yes, we did. That's what's important. <laughs> and now y'all find it out too. <laughs> if you didn't know, right. now you know. <laughs> well, are you ready for uh, your third jam, sister? I am ready for my third jam, sister. Now, this jam I'm going to talk about was written by Missy Elliott and Timbaland. The man. My third Aaliyah jam is Hot Like Fire, Timberland's Groove Mix. Woo! Now, woo! The jam. Now, girl. Now, absolutely no shade to the original version. Like, y'all, please don't ever think I shade anything that had to do with Aaliyah, okay? Because <laughs> I don't. Because I don't. Um, now, this original version, it was released off of her second studio album, One in a Million. But that Timberland groove mix was insanely fire. And yes. we just got to go on and say what it was. Just say it like okay. it is, would you? Let's just say it. Let's just say what it is. Now, while the original version was met with generally positive reviews, and it was praised for both Aaliyah's stunning vocals and the great production, the song barely charted on any of the major Billboard music charts, partly because... The song was released along with the single, The One I Gave My Heart To, was, which was another jam. Mm. And it was that song that took a lot of the shine from the release. Man, I forgot all about The One I Gave My Heart To. That could have been one of my jams. <laughs> See? Y'all, that's what I'm saying. You, it was you too many jams. episodes. <laughs> it was too many jams to be trying to choose the jams. I done forgot a whole jam. I didn't even think about the one I gave my heart to. And that is definitely right. one of my jams. But anyway, let's then go. Yes. <laughs> and I love that video. Oh, I love that yes. video. Remember she was dancing in the rain and stuff. Mm-hmm. But okay. All right. Okay. So that song took the shine from the release. However, Timbaland rolled through. I was like, hey, okay, let's do a remix. Mm-hmm. And that's when the magic happened. Now, Billboard magazine described the remix saying, and I'm slightly paraphrasing, Timbaland gave the original version a more bouncing beat, layers on a layer of funk, making it a track perfect for the club. (laughs) And he delivered awesome ad libs that was ripped from the Suzanne Vega hit, Tom's Diner, setting the whole thing on fire. Now, do you know that song, Tom's Diner, sister? I'm afraid I do not. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a housey song in it. And uh, one of the major parts is the lady sings. Oh, yeah, I know that. I never knew what it was called. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is a highlight fire. Yeah. 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 That's where you got that from. I never paid attention to that. Yes, that is from that song. Pretty cool. Yep. Other music critics agreed that the remix was superior to the original. And her camp must have agreed too because the video that was released for the song was the remix version. They did not release a video with the original version. Mm -hmm. Now, this was an iconic video 
featuring Alia singing while driving a red car with a fire engine. Mm-hmm. It appears to be like an outside neighborhood party going on, like a block party. And she then performs the rest of the song on stage while, you know, metaphorical st- sparks of fire are appearing <laughs> in the background. The video got heavy rotation on BET and MTV and featured many cameo appearances, including, of course, Timbaland and Missy, because Timbaland and Missy. Right. (laughs) Right. Magoo, Lil' Kim, and Junior Mafia. That that video was lit. I remember that video. That it was. It was highlight. I'm like, it was highlight. It was highlight. Basically. (laughs) Basically. Uh, Jam. A whole jam. That remix was like... Man insane it, it definitely was and that is uh-huh. the perfect segue into my next jam my third one is at your best you are love the remix <laughs> man the remixes for sidebar remixes period okay uh, remixes in this general remix. but this remix right here this remix right here bro let's get into it so let's go on and do it yes so Aaliyah actually covered at your best you are love which is an Isley Brothers hit another Mm -hmm. jam of mine y'all know I love me some Isleys I guess y'all know I haven't mentioned that I do love me some Isleys if you didn't know I'm sure I've mentioned you it definitely did. along the line. <laughs> yeah, but in yes. our samples, you did. Yes, yes. So she covered At Your Best, You Are Love. Um, and it was released on her debut studio album, AJ Nothing But a Number, which came out in 1994 um, with Black Ground Records and Jive Records. Now, her her cover was a commercial success and it peaked at number six on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 and number two on the Hot R&B and Hip Hop Songs chart. Now, soon after its release, it was certified gold by the RIAA. But the music video, like my sister's last jam, it was directed by Millicent Shelton, and it used the remix of the song and features R. Kelly, who produced the remix. Y'all, the remix is my jam. That's the jam at hand. The cover is beautiful, too. The original, her original cover. uh, How do you call it an original cover? That's kind of oxymoron, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Her... Original, well, the original version, version yeah, version of the cover, exactly. Yeah, um, it was that's stunning. a jam too. It was beautiful, but the remix is the jam the at remix, hand. Okay, bro. it was hot. Now, oh. this is the Gangstar Child remix, and the cover was remixed by Gangstar's DJ Premier, aka Primo, and it's just mm. it's another amazing example of the beauty of R and B and hip hop coming together to make magic and we have talked about this before mm. but it's just something different when you get that beat and it's that it's, mm, it's a hip hop like, beat and then it's singing and it's smooth but it's a little a little bit hood it's it's just it's like a slow vibe like, yes it is such a vibe it's smooth man. this song is smooth it's sultry and it's just so 90s like this remix this song to me this is the one that shows Aaliyah's quintessential sound like just laid back mm. grooves with soft and beautiful vocals. That's what this song gives me. Like, like it's the definition of Aaliyah to me, and I love like, it. Whoa, whoa. 
girl and that girl. that 90s bit that you just said like yes 100 percent. it gives it puts a lump in my throat because i really miss the 90s like we miss the 90s you are not alone like what a time wow, to be alive that remix what a time i'm glad we was there girl girl we was there for it <laughs> we was there and we experienced it and it was lovely and we, <laughs> and we knew we knew it we, we was there it was amazing. Thank but you, sister. You're welcome. That remix, baby. I mean, y'all got listen to that one, two, check up. Baby, two let me up, know what's baby, up. Baby, let me know what's up. Mm-hmm. Hey. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a jam. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it was a Let's jam. Turn this into a concert. It can be a concert. Right. All right. <laughs> End episode X. Escape back. Out, yeah, exit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Y'all don't hit hey, exit, don't okay? Don't on us, y'all. <laughs> Stay with don't us. Stay with out. us. <laughs> okay. Are you ready you for your... You just gotta understand. <laughs> you gotta understand how we feel about that remix. Like, for real. Whoa. Golly. Okay. All right, your let me get ready, jam? sister. My, my sister. Right. Yeah, my sister. I know, but that, was, that one to take me. you. That one to take you. That doggone at your best. Bro, that freaking remix bro like i mean like that's my jam on like three levels because i already love the isley's version right i love right. the original song then Aaliyah right. covered it and i'm like this is also very amazing then there's a remix that is also like, y'all getting carried away now this song is doing too much to me truly it's doing too much it's doing too they much. came out with that remix and i was like hold on just hold all the way on <laughs> just hold on man all right. Girl. I think I got all it right. all out. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Um, all right. Thank you. Um, for your fourth chance. Right. Okay. I had to give it to a girl. Okay. Yes. All right. Now, yes, my fourth jam. Yes. Thank you, sister. Mm-hmm. My fourth track by our beautiful baby girl is Are You That Somebody? A single released in 1998 from the Dr. Doolittle movie soundtrack. Now, three words B and baby coos. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. I I could just drop the mic right there and let you go on to your next jam. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Because that's all you. That's somebody. Beat and Baby, Beat and baby Coos. Yep. And Truly. Beat and Baby Coos. And thank you. Good night. <laughs> Child, listen. I don't care what nobody say. This track right here goes down in history as one of Aaliyah's top and iconic songs. I don't care what anybody has to say about okay. I mean, I ain't trying to this... fight you about it. I agree. Okay. Yep. Don't I nobody agree. come in the comments because I will fight you. <laughs> Brit- and y'all don't want Brit- that because by- I'm gonna be Solange and Elevator. Y'all try to fight my sister. Okay. <laughs> so yes, I have de- <laughs> y'all I have have definitely because we will. Jump I you. am Beyonce and Camille is Solange like through and through. Okay. Just like, so I'm we know. Tough, but I'm like, you know. Mm-mm. Okay. Now, Are You That Somebody was written by Static Major again and Timbaland and was produced by Timbaland. And it was another commercial success for Aaliyah, peaking at number 21 on the Billboard Hot 100, number 11 in the UK, which I thought was really interesting, Mm -hmm. and number one in New Zealand. Which is even more interesting. (laughs) Right. Now, the track was highly critically acclaimed and earned her a Grammy nomination for Best Female R&B Vocal Performance. Mm -hmm. Now, interestingly enough, 
when Timbaland first presented this song to Aaliyah, she hated it and she did not want to do it. Mm. But he he was able to convince her to go ahead and record the track. The song was recorded and mixed in one session with the team working from 11 p.m. to 9 a.m. straight at Capitals. Right, girl. Listen, but she know she was young, you know. Yeah, I was she, like, these people have some passion or some energy or something because because we start the session at 11 p.m. Y'all gonna have to catch me who, tomorrow. Who, who is starting anything at 11 p.m. other than starting to get in the bed? I can start getting in the bed at 11. That's what I can start at 11. Shoot, not all night. Y'all gonna have to see me in the morning. In the morning, okay. I will be there. But hey, right that's, I guess that's when magic is made. <laughs> But girl, but they worked from 11 p.m. to 9 a.m. straight at Capitol Studios in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And the final portions that were added to the song were the famous Baby Coos and Timberland's ad libs. Bro, how did he know that freaking Baby Coos would know. sound that fire? That's what I don't how? understand about people like Timberland, people like Pharrell. Like, they're so innovative with the beats and i'm just like where did you get this from but it's magic every time it's magic every time like like what made you think you know what what, what would be hot a baby a cooing, baby right? let's put a baby in it <laughs> what <laughs> not a baby like i hear it i hear it you give me the idea and i'm like what sir what are you actually talking about and then i hear it and i'm like this is fire on every level yep. of the word fire yep. Yeah. Okay. Now, he know musicians what are truly he know what he do. Like mm-hmm. these people be geniuses, I swear, because the song is the epitome of vibes. Like the beat is redick. It is, is redick. And its 2004 album guy, Rolling Stone magazine, noted that the song remains one of 90s R&B's most astounding moments. Period. Period. Agreed. Rolling he Stone. He shut that article down. <laughs> right you shut that article down with that line because it was an astounding moment like how (laughs) (laughs) i mean and the video let us not even get on the video i I mean we can video man that dance sequence at the end that dance sequence at the end listen she got that cute skirt on with that split all the way up there they all they like waltzing and Whatever yeah. they doing. Whatever that is, that is the video. Mom love that video. She don't even know what the song called, I don't think. But she she like it. She's like, what's that she video like- where she got that skirt on with the spit? <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> what that, what's that video with it all dancing at the end and yep. she got that skirt on? I'm yep. like, yeah, are you that somebody? <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. It's Girl. the jam. Iconic. That video is nuts she gave us some like good visuals yes she did that is my fourth jam i'm here for it yes Mm. my fourth jam is one in a million Mm. a jam Mm. now this is the title track and the third single from Aaliyah's sophomore album released in 1996 now this song was written by both missy elliott and timbaland with Timbaland mm. producing the song. Now, upon its release, it was met with generally positive reviews from critics, with many praising the song's innovative production. And that's exactly mm. what I just said. How how are you so how? innovative? Where do like you how? come up with this stuff? 
Like, what are you like, hearing in like, your mind? Like, that's that's how the do question. How do begin these beats? I don't know. Like, I'm a music lover, but in no way am I a musician, y'all. Um, so right, I'm, right. I don't really even understand like the process. Like, what happens in your in your brain? What is the thought process? Like, mm-hmm. I, I have a friend that has written songs. She sings. She writes songs. And I asked her one day. I'm like, so how do you just write a song? Like, what do you what do? You do? <laughs> what, what's the first step? Like, you just I don't know. I don't even. My mind doesn't even work like that. So I can't understand people like Timbaland. Like with you, and they just be like, oh, okay. Put this in here and it will be fire. How and it's know? perfect. How you know? Like, I don't know. How you know? Well, <sighs> anywho, one in a million. Um, it was a moderate commercial success, peaking at number twenty-five on the U.S. radio songs and atop the R&B and hip-hop airplay chart. Now it was released as another double A-side single with "If Your Girl Only Knew," another jam. Oh man, that one almost that made was the cut. What? <laughs> that was on my list. And that I had, to, uh, had to switch it out, y'all. We tried. We did our best uh, here. <laughs> uh. But it was released as a double A side single with If Your Girl Only Knew in the UK. Um, and the song peaked at number 15 on the UK singles chart. Now, One in a Million was nominated for Best R&B and Soul Single uh, by a female at the 1998 Soul Train Music Awards. Now, this was one of the earliest songs that Aaliyah recorded with Timbaland and Missy, and the track initially struggled to get radio play. Now, some radio stations complained that they wouldn't be able to mix the song in because the sound was so new and the cadence had never been See, done was- before. And I'm like, okay, well, just play my song first then. Don't worry about mixing me. <laughs> just just put, it, put it at the top of the mix. How just about put that? my song in there. <laughs> just go on and play it. Don't worry. I mean, what that mean? What that mean? Okay, we're not going to be able to mix it. Okay, but mm, nevertheless. Okay, so then radio play Radio people kind of be throwing me off just... sometimes. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you can't mix it in, then just play it then. Like, just, just play it. You... Because what? Anyway. Because. <sighs> they just silly but other radio um other radio folks took issue with the track because it had cricket sounds in it so like you mentioned uh underwater sounds in one of your songs apparently one in a million has cricket sounds and i've listened to one in a million a lot of times y'all i've listened to it a lot of times today and i still am missing the cricket sounds i, I said i'm gonna listen specifically for that but then I, I forgot or like I just didn't catch it again so I'm gonna have to listen after this episode like one more time could be uh-huh. see do you hear these cricket sounds but yeah that's gonna have to be a poll because I don't I don't do, hear no cricket yeah, sounds you know that's what I think that'll be, be a poll do you hear the cricket sounds in one in a million maybe that's... maybe they're there but again right. I just hear bomb music I don't really hear crickets or, or ocean waves <laughs> or nothing okay <laughs> I don't hear it <laughs> one radio station refused to play a song with cricket sounds I'm like, and first of all, what you got against crickets? Anywho, we we getting off, but it's a very stupid reason to not play a song. It's a very stupid reason because like they not super crickety. Probably not very crickety. If I I missed it, (laughs) if I if I if I have never heard crickets, then it must not be very crickety. Must not be because I didn't notice it. Anyway, anyway. Nevertheless, girl, we mad because we yeah, it's dumb. Right. Because it's dumb. Because why are y'all <laughs> acting like you can't play a song because cricket sounds? Give me a break, bro. What? Give me a what break. Where are the cricket sounds okay. even at? All right, we gonna see. We gonna, I'm gonna, when we hang we, up. We just, love, we just love our girl. That's okay. That's We're all right. Get off this okay. episode, y'all. When we finish. <laughs> 
I'm going to see. I'm going to play it one more time. I'm going to listen real hard for these cricket sounds. Okay. But the song was received well overall by critics. I don't know what the radio uh, people were on. But the critics enjoyed it overall. Um, a Georgette Klein from the Boombox praised the song, saying the instrumental itself dripped with sex appeal and Aaliyah's musical stylings only enhanced the vibe. The then 17-year-old struck lyrical gold. And I'm like, you right, Georgette? Because, yes. Yeah, like, you is right. <laughs> you are right. right. And the video was also pretty cool with, of course, both Missy and Timbaland being featured in the video, as well as cameo mm-hmm. appearances by Genuine. And we're going to go back a few of our episodes and bring back up my Jackson family. <laughs> Jackie Jackson. Ow! Yeah. Jackie Jackson's son, Siggy Deals Jackson, was also... In this video, he was on the motorcycle that she rolled out on, rolled out on the motorcycle with him at the end of the video. At the end of the video? Yes. Wow. So that was Jackie Jackson's son. Wow. Yeah. He's a motorcycle dude. I looked up his Instagram. He still does stuff with motorcycles, I think. It says something about motorcycles on his page. Wow. Pretty cool. Like, oh, Kevin Jackson's just everywhere, that. ain't they? <laughs> Jackson's, I mean, they're just Jackson's everywhere. I don't, Jacksons <laughs> are everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Okay. All right, uh, Jackie Jackson's son. Okay. Right. Whatever. Deals. Okay. I've never heard of right. him before. Siggy. but Okay. Yeah, Siggy, short for right. Sigmund, I guess. But uh, yeah. Right. Sigmund Jackson. Anywho, this ain't about the Jacksons today. We ain't gonna get off into that, but that right. is my fourth jam. One in a million. A Girl, jam for sure. A wonderful jam. A wonderful jam at at, at that. Mm-hmm. Can I talk, girl? This whiskey must be kicking in. <laughs> girl, I did my hundred proof. I needed it. I knew we was gonna girl. talk about Aaliyah. Let me get the hundred proof. That's what it's okay. made for. Right. That's what it's made for. Okay. Now, I guess we're on to my fifth and final Aaliyah jam. We are. Okay. Yeah, we are. My last track is also from the Red Album. And clearly, uh, the Red Album was so incredibly special. Yes, it was. I think we meant to say that, too. Like, the Red Album was so... I mean, she busted right on out with this album. But We've talked a lot about um, how people's debut albums are usually the heavy hitters. But this right. is Aaliyah's heavy hitters. This, I this feel like she kind of went like, and she was in a upward trajectory. Like she, she started out great, right. of course, but it just got better and right. better and better. And that really makes me so upset that we lost her at Ooh, such a young age. Girl. Because like, where was sis headed? She was going up and fast. Girl, I try not to even really think about it. I know, but the red album, the red album. That was like ridiculous status. I was like, okay, girl, okay, okay. Right. Ease up. I'm like, you heard me, girl. You heard me. You heard <laughs> yeah, I heard me. You, <laughs> you get my back doing this and you got Listen. my chest doing this. <laughs> but okay, let me get to my damn but we be over time. <laughs> my my last track is from the red album, like I mentioned. And it is called Rock the Boat. Hmm, of course. We couldn't have done this episode without it. Um, There's always one we have with. There's one song in every episode that you just, you can't do the episode without it. And I think that's, Rock the Boat is the one for today. Yes. Now, I loved Rock the Boat the first time I heard it. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't happen often for me. The track was written by Static Major, Eric Seats, and Rapture Stewart, 
with seats and Stewart handling the production. Mm-hmm. The lyric, the lyric is super sexy. I feel like this is probably the sexiest we've heard her at that point. I think. I think so. I'm not sure. Yeah. But yeah, the, the lyric was just so sexy, but her sweet honey laced vocals lended like a charming and kind of coy quality at the same time. Yeah. And then, right, right, don't you? It was kind of like undercover sexy. Like you have to really listen right, to the lyrics right, to figure out right. that it was like, yeah, like oh, this is exactly. this is a sexy song, but it didn't really sound like it. You know, it wasn't right, overt. Is, it wasn't overt. It wasn't yeah. in your face, which I love about it. Right? Like mm-hmm. I love a sexy song, and I love a sexy time song, like anybody else. Yeah, I know we but love a sexy time like, song. Sad song. I mean. <laughs> But like exactly like you hit the nail on the head like it was undercover. But for me, it was the instrumentation. The mm-hmm. instrumentation was unlike anything I had ever heard before. Like you know, it was yes. insane. Now this song was released as the second single from the Red album, and Aaliyah actually fought with the record label to make this be the second release single in the U.S. because the label wanted more than a woman. To be the second single. Now, their goal was to release as singles the tracks that Timbaland produced. Okay. Because he was like so popular, whatever, everybody loved his sound, you know, et cetera. Right. But she won the fight. She won. And after wrapping the video shoot for more than a woman in Los Angeles, that was going to be pretty much for subsequent release, her and her team then flew to Miami to shoot part of the Rock the Boat video and then on to the Bahamas for the completion of the video. After wrapping the shoot for the Rock the Boat video, Aaliyah and eight others died on August 25th, 2001 in a plane crash while leaving the Bahamas to head back to the States. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, Lord Jesus. Considering the horrific circumstances surrounding her death, her team and family struggled with whether or not they should release the video, mm-hmm. right? Which I get, I right. get, right? Because this this devastated people, and it's like, can we even watch the video? Like, we don't know. Yeah. But they ultimately agreed to release the video, and it premiered on BET's Access Granted on October 9th, two thousand one. After this, the song went on to peak at number 14 on the Billboard High 100. It received a Grammy nomination for Best Female R&B Vocal Performance. And the video was nominated for Best R&B Video at the 2002 MTV Video Music Awards. What a legacy, and I still miss her terribly to this day. And to this day, I really can't listen to her music the way I used to could. She's just the one where I... Yeah, I would love to listen to the music the way I used to could, but I just can't. Understandable, understandable, and uh, you know we don't want to we don't want to start the the waterworks over here. So <laughs> we don't. So that's my we fifth jam. My my favorite jam, rock the boat, girl. Woo, that's a jam does for something sure. to me. Yes, it does. (laughs) I mean, a a classic jam for sure. I hate that it's got, you know, the story attached to it, that that was was the end of it. But man, it was a jam for sure. Man, was that a jam. I mean, that music, bro. Well, I've got one more. 
So we can end on a, mm-hmm. on a bit of a higher note. My mm-hmm. last jam is we need a resolution. And y'all, I was I, I was fighting for we need a resolution because I, I had five other jams on my list. And I said, it's just not right that we do this episode without we need a resolution. I got to go ahead and do it. So I for had real. to switch it out. My, my honorable mention was four page letter I had in this place. But I decided to go we need a resolution because... It's a jam. <laughs> I mean, Simply when we put. tell y'all we had last minute cuts and switches. Listen, I mean. <laughs> last minute cuts and switches, okay? It Man. was tough. <laughs> now, Man. We Need a Resolution was released as the lead single from that self-titled album, The Red Album, on April 13th, 2001 by Black Ground Records and Virgin Records. It was written by, again, Static Major. He did a lot of this writing. Um, and Timbaland, mm-hmm. while the production was handled by Timbaland. Now, during the recording of her third studio album, Aaliyah was also filming her second film, Queen of the Damned, in Australia, which you mentioned earlier. Now, right. due to her hectic schedule at the time, she decided to record the album simultaneously with the filming. Thus, her team of producers, excluding Timbaland, traveled to Australia. Now, due to unforeseen issues with Black Round Records, Timbaland was actually not expected to appear on the album at all, which would have been a travesty. But Aaliyah right. talked <laughs> Aaliyah talked Timbaland in, into producing records for the album, so he did it out of love for her, which he definitely of loved course. her. Missy definitely loved yes. her. Like uh, they, yes. Uh, all right. Yes, oh. they did. Okay. I want to feel right. a lot okay. of feelings. Right. I'm like, I'm starting to feel feelings when I think uh, about that right. because, uh, like, uh, they were like <laughs> the ultimate trio. Like, yes. they really were. Yes. They loved her so hard, and they made such good music together. Music, like, like these three people were putting out some stinking hits. Okay. I mean, it's like, how can you think about like our childhood, our our adolescence, and then our young adulthood without Aaliyah, Timbaland, and Missy? Like, right? You, you don't. just you can't, you can't. So of course he did it out of love for her. Yeah, she asked you to do something, he gonna do it because that's how their relationship mm-hmm. was. Um, mm-hmm. So once she reached out to Timbaland and asked him to produce songs for the album, there were consistent doubts about him meeting his deadline in time due to the last minute request. Um, and according to the producer, Rapture Stewart, Timbaland came on board during the last week of the album's production. So I right. never knew that, but like, come on, last minute, whatever, last minute is still good. On, like, long as you get here. Long as you get here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> now, We Need a Resolution was not originally scheduled to be released as the lead single for Aaliyah. And I don't know if you knew this, sister, but due to that uncertainty with Timbaland being able to meet the deadline, Loose Rap was actually chosen as the album's lead single. Um, however, mm-hmm. when he met the deadline, Black Ground Records decided that We Need a Resolution was going to be the lead single instead. So I wonder how that would have went if, the, if Loose Rap had been the single. I mean, I'm sure it would have hit because it still hit as not a single. But, it yeah, right. no, I'm sure it would have blew up too. Um, but in the United States, We Need a Resolution debuted at only number 78 on the Billboard Hot 100 um, on June 2nd of 2001. And on the hot R&B and hip hop song chart, the song peaked at number 15 on June 20th of that year. So this jam, the beat is definitely my favorite part. (laughs) So kind of like you said, um, with Are You That Somebody, it's in the beat for me. It's the lyric for me. Oh, it's well, it's both of them. 
It's both of them. Yeah, it is. It's definitely both of them. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, that yes. beat is hard. But go back and listen to that lyric. It oh, don't worry. It's strong. Yes, I definitely did. It's strong. Now, the beat. Oh, yeah, you know the lyric. Yeah, no, I do. Now yeah, the beat you know is kind of like um, it's kind of like electronic. It's sporadic, and it's almost like a little eerie or creepy. Like, like, if, like if you I see listen, that. yeah, it's kind of like I see that dark kind of vibes. Um, and I love it. I love it all. <laughs> it's like the beat is like weird in the best way. Like it's it's a strange right. beat, but it's bomb. Now the lyrics again. This is another one where the lyrics kind of speak to a situation that many of us have been in before, when it comes to relationships, where you're questioning and blaming one another, and there's trust issues, and maybe some infidelity and confusion, and you're just hoping for a way to fix things. That's what this song is about. And I mean, when the lyrics are relatable, you already got me. You got my you got my vote about the jam. Where- if I can relate, then it's my jam. <laughs> Because she said, were your fingers broke? I mean, Listen, were your fingers broke? Where were, were you last night? Because why you could call me? Because were your why fingers you broke? Were your fingers broke? Listen. I mean, okay. I, it's just, I'm sorry, sister. I'm sorry. I mean, because for real. I'm sorry. Because these are questions. Because these are questions that are we questions. found ourselves asking, fools. Okay. <laughs> and Aaliyah just asked it and she just said it real nice on the song but like we've said it in other ways that weren't so nice so your fingers was broke is what you're telling me so your fingers fingers must have been broke yep okay pretty much listen it's a great song it's a great Mm. song and I love it and I love it and I love it oh what a wonderful song to end the episode with Yes. All of that, y'all, to say we miss Aaliyah to this day. <sighs> yes, we Ooh. do. When when you say gone too soon, that Ooh, is Aaliyah. Like that I said, her, she like... was going far. And I wish that we would have been blessed to see where she would have ended up. But we got Don't what we got. Don't make me start crying. Okay. Don't make me start crying, please. We got what we got out of her, though, and, and we can appreciate we, that. We did. We, <laughs> we did. appreciate we did. what we got. The jams are bountiful. <laughs> is yes. that the word? <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, it is the word. It is the yes. word. The jams are bountiful. So, and um, we love her. And so this was our little tribute to Miss Aaliyah. Rest in peace. 22 years tomorrow. Mm. Uh, but mm, Jesus. we remember okay. her with joy. We remember her yes, with joy and love in our hearts. Yes, we do. And it's been a great time talking about these jams. Thank you for the jams, Aaliyah. Thank you for the jams, Aaliyah. So everybody, of course, like we always say every week, please remember to keep responding to our polls and Q&As on the Spotify episode and submit your five-star ratings and reviews. Again, even if you write one little line in the review, That'll do the trick. We will greatly appreciate it. It will help us go further and do better. And there will be more shout outs to come when you do so. When you participate, we want to shout you out because we love you yes. for that. Of course, our Please. social media is at My Sister's Jam on Instagram and Facebook. You can hit us up on there. Make sure you go to our Instagram and Facebook pages to read the rules about our current giveaway. It ends September 4th. I believe that's my sister. That September is correct. 4th. Yep. 
make sure y'all go and check it out. Our very first giveaway. Okay. Yes, it is very exciting. I'm like super excited about the giveaway. Like I can't wait to give something <laughs> away to you guys. Like we made a really cute, <laughs> we designed together a really cute travel mug and that is what you will be winning when you participate. So please check out the posts on our socials. You can see the mug that you will receive. Read all of the information in the caption yes. so you know exactly what you need to do to enter this giveaway. We don't want you to accidentally not be qualified to win. Make sure you pay attention so you can get in there and get that prize. Because we will be checking, please believe. Yes, I love it. Well, anything else, sister? No, that's it. This was I lovely. Love you, I love yes. you, sister. And we love you, yes. listeners. We yes. love you, our little jammers. Jam on, everybody. We'll see y'all next week. See you next Thursday. Bye. Bye.